Blog Talk Radio. They want to put the same thing here, sir. Okay. Um, hello, everyone. I'm writer, author, and producer Yvonne Latrell. As always, guys, thank you so much for tuning into my show. Thank you guys so much for the downloads, the retweets. Thank you guys for your support. And remember, if you would like for me to be a guest on your show, or if you would like to be a guest on my show, or if you just have a show idea, please feel free um, to contact me. You are more than welcome here. Nothing but love here. Um, So, guys, we're going to get straight into the show. I have a very special guest today. And if you haven't heard of him, you must have been living under a rock. I met him over 20 years ago. He is very talented. He's a singer. He's a producer, a filmmaker, a writer, an actor. Oh, my gosh, so much talent. Um, Guys, welcome to the show, Bobby Washington. Bobby, are you there? I'm here, Miss Latrell. Thank you for having me on your show. Oh, my gosh. No, my gosh. Thank you so much for coming on the show. So, um, uh, oh, my gosh, I don't even know where to start. Um, Let's start from the beginning, how I met you. (laughs) Um, Over 20 years ago, I'm at a Winn-Dixie selling CDs out the car. CDs or cassettes, something. what? Hey, I was selling my own CD from the trunk of my car. <laughs> what you say? R&B singer doing what MC Hammer did, Master P2 short with rappers do? Yes, I think, yes, yes. I, think I think I was. I'm guilty. <laughs> uh, yes, yes, yes. And guess what? Mm-hmm. I've been doing that for 20 years. I'm still doing it. I love it. I love it. In addition to what we have going on with this worldwide internet, mm-hmm. um, you know, with the streaming thing, the music videos, so things are going next level, you know what I mean? But we still keep the street, you know, definitely in the forefront because that's where that's where it all starts and ends with the street. Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, um, I have uh, a few questions for you, and um, I would like to know uh, what first got you into the music industry? Man, um, in the music industry, what made me interested and the music was uh, was three key people. First, Michael Jackson. Uh, second, New Edition. And mm-hmm. then uh, Stevie Wonder. Um, they got me interested in the, the craft of music, the love of music, the passion, the dance, the singing, the music, right? Okay. Um, so as far as the industry, um, I wasn't really trying to get in the industry as a, as a kid. I was pretty much just trying to practice my chops and do shows and, be the next Ralph Trezor or the next Michael Jackson in my group in mm-hmm. high school. And I got my very first taste of the industry in 1989 when I had the opportunity, myself and my group included, um, a chance to open up for the new kids on the block. I don't know if you remember this club in um, Aventura. It was called Randolph's. It was a teen nightclub for teenagers. And okay. um, that's when new kids on the block had a song called Please Don't Go, Girl. Right, right. Right. When they first came out with that song, and at the time when they started performing, they must have started performing two years after the record was out because the boy's voice had went through puberty and changed from that mm-hmm. high-pitched tone, so they really couldn't hit those notes live. So mm-hmm. this, is a, this is a segment, if you've ever seen on VH1, when Donnie from the group New Kid, New Kid on the Block, he gets mad at the audience and tells them the kids is behind because <laughs> they started booing them. No. 
Yeah, they booed him because about because the boy voice was cracking throughout the song. He couldn't hit the notes anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so yeah, of course, since then he found his voice. He grew into his man voice, but it was a kid voice that he was using on that record. So I say that to say this: we have we had the opportunity to actually shine on their show because we sounded great, right? Um, you know, being we're already older, <laughs> you know, and um, and and their manager Maurice Starr actually took a liking to us and, and wanted to talk to my manager about, uh, uh, you know, talking to us about getting us into the music industry. Um, but my manager was pretty much all over the place. He, you know, he was uh, just about to go on the road with Bobby Brown as a bodyguard, and he went and, and uh, discovered Usher. His name is A.J. Alexander. Mm-hmm. So he got so busy with that that we got sidetracked and kind of put to, put to, to, the, to the side. And um, most of the guys in the group, man, they all stopped singing. I'm like the only one that's still doing music from high school. Wow. Yeah. Okay, um, that was a very interesting, um, and Uh-oh. I definitely didn't know about the opening for to put kids on a block. Um, do you have any upcoming shows? Um, not right now with COVID. No, 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 no. My last <laughs> show, my last show. I think I I got a taste of COVID in my last show, and uh, Valentine's I had like a scratchy throat doing that show. Valentine's in Polk County, Florida. Mm-hmm. So, so um, I'm I'm holding off on shows. I'm doing virtual shows. Okay. I'm doing a lot of uh, music videos to keep my fans entertained from my, my okay. home studio. So a right. lot of things taking place in the home, recording, mixing, mastering, shooting videos. We've, we've been having green screen. We have green screen in here. We have black screen. Um, so we don't have to go out as much. Every now and then right. I may have to bottle set with a model, but I try to make it as brief as possible, man, and, and try to be careful because I've already been infected twice with COVID. Wow, that's definitely understandable. Yeah. Um, what advice would you give anyone coming into the business since you've been in um, the business for so long, like any uh, newcomers? Yeah, don't don't come in with with um, with uh, high expectations without having the mentality um, to put the work behind it. Um, because right. a lot of people say they want to do this and they want to do that, but when it comes to the work, that part they don't want to do. They want to find a manager to do it or somebody to do it you know, because they don't want to do it. Um, they want to sing. They want to write. They want to produce. That's fun. All that fun part is, is good, but you have to use the other side of the brain. That's the business part to get the music out there. Because what sense of it, you're making a bunch of music that only you and your friends are enjoying. Um, right. So I tell them, if you're going to do this, don't try to get into this and think a manager is going to come make you. Because if you don't have anything to manage, no one's going to manage you. You have to have a career to manage. So like Beyonce needs a manager. Why? Because she has a career to manage. She has to travel. She has to set things. She can't answer those phone calls. But if you're just getting started making music, what you need a manager for? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. this works. Okay. Right. Right. Definitely. Um, well, now that uh, social social media has gone to so many levels of reaching people all over, how do you mm-hmm. feel about the internet? You know, especially compared to back um, 20 years ago. Um, well, you know, the the internet, the internet, um, I understand when people like R. Kelly, um, you know, um, when he was saying that the internet is pretty much, you know, hard, hurting his record sales and, and you know, because um, people want stuff for free and, and all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to remember, he's coming from a different place. He's on the major label and he's used to the label doing everything for him. He goes to a show, he gets paid and that's it. But since the labels don't make money the way they did from record stores, they're only making streaming money. Um, that money is even smaller than they were giving the artists 
back in the day when they were selling records and they were getting like a dime, 10 cents right. for records. Back as you can imagine what they're making from record sales or even streams, which is nothing. So a little bit different for me because I'm able to go to the street and still make the money. Um, daily from my music, I can get, you know, direct sales through the mail. And I don't have to pay a major label. So right. the, the internet amplifies what I do It call the domino effect. You know, I can take a person from the street and bring them online and say, hey, you bought my CD here in the street. Now you can go online and find me on Spotify, um, iTunes, and buy more of my music. So it causes a domino effect for me. And, and the other way around, somebody right. can, you know, find me online first. You know what I'm saying? And then see mm-hmm. me and say, hey, I, you're my Facebook friend. Yeah, I'm your Facebook friend. You see me at Walmart now. Go ahead and buy the CD in now as well. <laughs> right, you know, right. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. so it, 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 for us, my wife and myself, myself, because my wife is an independent artist as well, Cindy J., and, um, you know, we all, we, we, we benefit from the internet. I mean, it helps us get our videos out there. I just had one video shoot the 5 million streams. I don't know how in the heck it happened. Wow. Went to 5.8 million views right in front of my eyes in seven days. That's great. Um, it went crazy, man, and it made me feel good. I called my mama. I told my wife. I was like, man, I was tripping. I'm like, is oh this real? Every, every time I refresh my browser, <laughs> 2,000 more people. Like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> right, so, right. So, so in my case, the internet ain't doing nothing but helping me. Exactly, exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, you you just dropped the record not too long ago, right? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. We actually dropped it on, on the 1st of 22. Um, I wanted to bring love frequency into this year because I think that we need the love. So mm-hmm. I, named the, I named the album Love Frequency. It has 18 bangers. Bangers. Real smooth army music that's composed. Um, of music that was done by myself. Uh, um, I brought a brother in on my first single named Gilio out of Atlanta. He actually did a track um, for, uh, I want to say the guy from Bone Thugs, is it Crazy Bone? Crazy mm-hmm. Bone? That's one mm-hmm. of his playing the fame tracks. He did a, a nice track on one of his albums. Um, so he did my first track um, called Not a One Night Stand. I also brought a brother in who did the song for Kevin Edmonds, this uh, 24-7 song. Right. Um, his name is Angelo Ray. He produced also DJ Payne One with his partner Daryl. Uh, I think DJ Payne did some stuff on Jeezy. Got a couple plaques from Jeezy. Um, so I brought in a couple of key people. I brought, of course, my production um, and my buddy um, Stephen Ivory, Steve Gray, and Gray Storm, and also the Regime. My boy uh, Taz, uh, production from the Regime. They did some production. I, the writing was myself. Um, my wife helps, and my wife does background with me as well. She sing with me. Um, so we have a, we have a great time doing this. Okay, and you have another album that's getting ready to drop also. Do you want to tell us about that? Yeah. Well, basically, it's going to be an expanded. It's called Special Edition of the Love Frequency. It drops Valentine's Day um, the 14th. And what that album is, is it's going to be 27 songs. So we're adding about, um, we're going to add about five remixes. Um, mm-hmm. and, and, and the original, uh, three of the original songs from those remixes that I did on my previous album called 2 to 2 a.m., Basically, the reason for this is because I have a DJ in the UK. Um, he goes by the name of uh, DJ Soul BR. He's actually from Brazil, but he mm-hmm. his music syndicates over in the UK as well. And um, he has a strong, a strong following over there. Um, so basically, he did five remixes that are really killer. They're awesome songs. I really want to put them out there and showcase them. So I think why take an expanded version to drop Valentine's Day with those hot records to drive the United States crazy and the UK, UK crazy at the same time. Wow. Um, and you have been doing some things um, in the U.K. as well. Oh, oh, yeah. I've been on the charts. I've been on the charts a couple times, um, um, U.K. soul charts. 
Um, we just charted a record that uh, myself and Dilio did and also um, DJ Soul BR did. Um, it's uh, called Been So Long. Her name is Cindy J. So she's, she's charting right now over there. So we're doing a whole lot of charting in the U.K. Soul charts, also the Grenada charts. Grenada charts in the islands. Mm-hmm. Um, I was number 14 with a song called All Mine with the brother Mitron. I did a duet with him. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're actually above Johnny Gill and Ralph with the same title. They had a song called All Mine as well. We're above. They were number 14. I think they were number 35. Wow, that's awesome. You can find it on YouTube. If you type in Grenada Soul Charts, Bobby Washington, you'll see me there with Ralph and everybody. And you mm-hmm. have like 30 albums, right? I have 30 albums on on um, yeah on on uh, Spotify, iTunes. Oh yeah, I've been doing this. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I've been dropping albums every year, man. Making it religious. Sometimes two albums a year. You know. And what's your favorite song from? From when you started all the way to now, do you have any favorites? Man, I got a couple that stand out. Um, Proud You're My Lady. I don't know if you remember the bootleg DVD game. Remember the bootleg DVDs and you see me singing after the movie go off? Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I have a song. And people actually find me on YouTube and they say, oh, my God, I can't believe I found you. I love that song, Proud You're My Lady. You with the helicopter. You. That was actually my wife. That's, I married that girl that's in that video. That's my wife. That's Cindy J. Right, the helicopter. right. The black car that Cindy J. So when people people always find me and they say, "Man, from the bootleg movies, I love that project." You know, they love they love that song. They said we have ninety things. I don't know what that was. Oh wow. Okay, yeah. Uh, I thought um it was supposed to be thirty minutes. Okay, but so um yes, we have to wrap it up. So um oh my gosh, first of all, I just want to thank you again so much for being on the show. Um. And is there anything else that you uh, would like to say? Yeah, so everybody come to my website. Uh, go to my um, bobbywashing.com. Also, go to find me, yeah, find me on Instagram at Bobby Wash, B-O-B-B-Y-W-A-S-H. Everything is there. On Facebook, I'm Bobby Washington Music. So, again, you got Bobby Washington Music on Facebook. You got Bobby Wash on um, Instagram. And you got my bobbywashington.com. Okay, well, oh, my gosh, Bobby, thank you so much for coming on the show. I look forward to having you um, on the show again, and I would love to have uh, your wife um, on the show um, as well. And she is a singer, uh, Cindy J., right? Right. Okay, yes, I would like to have her um, on the show also um, in the future. And thank you so much for coming on the show. Okay, thank you so much. Okay, have a good one. Have a good day. Mm Bye-bye. Bye.